Blog Talk Radio. problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Hope, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Fred. I'm so glad you are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or for those who may be on social media, you can go to reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. Excuse me, reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. Also, if you're on Facebook, you can go to my website, excuse me, go to my Facebook page, Brother Prater. Brother Prater, B-O-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P.S. and Paul, R-A, T.S. and Tom, E-R. I want to thank each and one who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. Um, I want to apologize. I'm kind of congested a little bit. Um, I don't know if it was allergies or whatever, but um, at first I was contemplating, should I? continue the episode, I had something in mind that I was going to share, and I said, well, maybe I just need to just uh, recuperate, but when I was in service today, I went to uh, the restroom, and those that know me, you know, (laughs) some people may have a prayer closet to talk to God, some people may have 
a high mountain, but it's something about me going to a bathroom. I can go to any restroom, a public restroom, private restroom, it doesn't matter. And I just feel the presence of God I hear. And so as I was, um, when I went to the restroom, I wasn't even thinking about anything except for just being at church. And God dropped something in my spirit, and I was like, wow, okay. Okay, so um, this may not be a typical show on tonight, but I felt the need to tell those who may be listening this. Like the title says, not guilty. Tonight, we're going to tell you that you're not guilty. All charges has been dropped. We're going to talk about when God frees you from all blame, all guilt that you've been dealing with. All that blame and guilt that the devil been trying to rehearse into your mind, all those accusations that the devil has been putting on repeat in your mind, in your heart, and it seemed like you can't escape from what transpired, we're going to tell you today that God has freed you from all charges that the devil has tried to place upon you. See, a lot of times what I found out, it's easy for us to have an enemy on the outside to attack us, and then once they're away from us, then, you know, as long as we found out that they may have been captured or whatever, then we feel safe. But what happened when the enemy is within you? What happened when the devil plays the same record over and over and over and over again? What was on my heart today, people that are blaming themselves for things that they have no reason to blame themselves for. The devil is trying to make you prosecute an innocent party, and that's you. The devil have tried to make you pick up other people's blame and guilt. There are people who may have gone on with their life, but left you with the residue and the pain. And what happened a lot of times because we're so used to dealing with pain and drama and trauma, a lot of times the devil will try to make us point the finger at ourselves. But God wants you to know that you are not the cause of whatever transpired. You are not the reason why things have happened. You know, a couple of things I was looking at, I was looking at how sometimes a parent could blame themselves on the behavior of a grown child. When I say child, that doesn't mean an infant. I mean someone that's, shucks, maybe in their 20s, maybe in their 40s, maybe in their 50s. And when you've done the things that you know that were right, especially in the eyesight of God. Also, you know, when you look at, matter of fact, I was looking at um, paternity court. And there was a young girl, I don't remember her name, and it just so happened, I mean, her name, I don't remember her age, but it just so happened, I saw it this morning, and she blamed herself because her father was not absent, because her father was absent in her life. She blamed herself because of the void that she had based upon her father. And her father, as well as her mother, told her, baby, you were innocent. Baby, you were just a child. You were an infant. You did not have that responsibility to make somebody do something that they supposed to have done. And then also, a lot of times, the devil would try to even make us feel guilty because of things that had transpired. There are people right now that have been sexually assaulted. And I'm going to tell you something. That person took your innocence. And the bad part about it, that person took your innocence and tried to whisper the words of you're the cause of it. They tried to make you feel that everything that happened to you that's bad 
it was because of you. And I'm just going to go on and say it like this. There are some people, when you when people are dealing with things, there are some people that try to come around and try to, quote, unquote, spiritually diagnose people. Well, you know, if you had to went on and, and, and did it, God told you to do that. And you know what? God didn't tell you to tell them that either. It's so many times that the devil would try to play mind games upon us. But I want you to know that this day, the first Sunday in the first day of May, God wants you to know you no longer have to carry the charge of all of that guilt and weight upon you anymore. God wants you to be free from that. Matter of fact, for those that know, I work in the jailhouse. And when inmate is being released, when he's being found not guilty, when he's being freed of all charges, what they want to do, they want to verify that even though the charges are dropped, they want to verify that he has no other charges anywhere around. But then also, when they verify that he has no other charges, then they send the paperwork to release him. So what they do, they send the paperwork to whatever cell that he's at. They send it to the officer, and once that officer receives it, do the proper paperwork to make sure that it's him, him or her, Escort them to the release section. Now, the release section want to verify that this is the person that they have received the uh, release papers for. They want to verify that this is the person. They do proper fingerprints and everything to make sure that they are releasing the right person. So I want you to know that God has already verified that he has released and freed the right person, and that's Y-O-U. That's why he allowed you to see this video tonight. He wants you to know that all charges have been dropped. He wants you to know that you have no reason to blame yourself anymore of the behavior or the cause in other people's lives, but also even in your own life. There are people that are dealing with things right now, and it seems like they don't know what to do. It seems like they don't know where to go. And sometimes, like I said, sometimes the devil try to play mind games upon us to make us feel that, you know, man, you know, you're going crazy. And I'm telling you, sometimes when you're dealing with things, sometimes the devil will try to play these mind games upon you. And it's like, wow. And sometimes it's so hard to explain to people because sometimes when you're dealing with things, you don't want to share with people because sometimes they may not quite understand. You can't share with your people. Sometimes you can't share with people the struggles that you're dealing with. We're not just talking about what they can see, but we're talking about what they what they can't see, what you think. Sometimes that battle right here in your mind, sometimes there are things that could be rehearsed in your mind. As a matter of fact, um, Ashley Prince wrote a lyric that says, if I am guilty for what I think, sometimes sometimes we can be prosecuted for the things that we think. If a man is guilty for what goes on in his mind, then get him the electric chair for all his future crimes. <laughs> well, God wants you to know that those things that the devil tried to rehearse, those things that the devil try to make you think, even of those things, and it seems like it's been a cycle over and over and over again. God wants you to be free of that. Look, we ain't talking about later. We ain't talking about when we get to heaven. We talking about right here, right now. A lot. See, I feel the need to say this. Sometimes we forget about salvation. Sometimes we forget about salvation. Um, matter of fact. Um, been dealing, like I said, been dealing with a little congestion, but um, God is still a healer. But see, when when you've been dealing with all these things, 
And the devil knows that, you know what, all I need to do is just send this reminder. Sometimes when you're dealing with so much, sometimes when you look back, sometimes some people may even have a hard time of just looking in the mirror because sometimes when things happen, sometimes it just makes you feel like, wow, you know, is it me? You begin to question. First of all, you begin to question yourself, and sometimes you even begin to question God. Think about Job. Now, you think about it. You know, you know, we read the story, but if you think about in today's time, if those things were happening right now to somebody that you knew, everything that Job went through, you think about it. Now, true enough, if you notice, it like the devil was so supposed to be the support or the ones that were supportive, those that he loved were being removed. But there were the naysayers, the accusers that were still lurking around. And like I said, the devil, well, he, wanted to, he wanted to get you right here. He wanted to get you right here. If he can see some things that happen to us physically, it'll affect us mentally. And once the devil can get to us right here in our head, if we succumb to that, if we succumb to what those suggestions are in our head, unless God intervenes, we will end up carrying ourselves to an early grave physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. So that's why it's so important for us to examine those things that are going on in our life and ask God, what is the purpose of it? God, see, if you look at the Bible, it talks about the blind man. A blind man, and people ask him, hey, did he sin or did his parents sin? And, and Jesus said, no. No. There are things that happen that we're not even the cause of it, but in spite of. God can help us in whatever situation that we face. That's why it's so important for us to be able to really just do a self-evaluation. Sometimes we overlook that, but doing a self-evaluation to find out, huh, you just never know. And every person's struggle is different. What tells you out might be something that I might overcome or something that you overcame might be something that be me to bear. You know, we know in the Bible, the Bible tells us that God will not put more upon us than we're able to bear. But that's within his ability, his strength, his counsel. That's us partnering up with him. But if we don't partner up with him, it would be too much for us to bear. We can't bear this by ourselves. So with that, God wants you to understand that those things that the devil tried to make you blame yourself for, like I said, regardless if it's something pertaining to you or somebody else, drop the blame. Drop the shame. Drop all of that. And, of course, I know sometimes, we, you know, we can tell people, give it to God, give it to God. But very seldom do we tell people how to give it to God. And so with that, what I want to do, I want to tell you, with those things that you're dealing with, I look, I, I, I look at everything as a homework assignment. Write it down. Whatever you're dealing with, write it down. See, a lot of times what we do, we speak those problems that we're dealing with. We so easily speak those things. Sometimes we talk to ourselves. Sometimes we can take ourselves out of the peace that God is trying to lead us into or the peace that God has sent us in. Sometimes we talk. We can talk so negatively. Sometimes we talk about our problem instead of our problem solver. We don't look at what we're dealing with as an opportunity for God to rescue us and show himself, and also even for us to be able to know that God's word works in our life and for us. 
So what happened, we began to speak about these problems that we may be dealing with. And what happened? We talk about the problem so much that we fail to talk about the problem solver. And so whatever you're dealing with, whatever, whatever that guilt, shame, blame, whatever the things are, accusations, you know, you have to understand that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. And that means, you know, so, 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 ladies, too, ladies and gentlemen, he's the accuser. The devil is like, if you notice, if you watch a news article, if you watch the news, all they have to do is just throw some type of accusation out there. It can be false. But then later on, what happens, they may, you know, retract it. They may say later on, or may even put it in the newspaper, you know, a big accusation. And then a couple of days later, uh, it was verified and it was false. Even though it was false, but it's already out there. The accusation is always out there. So even if we find out that that person did not do that, what happened, we'll begin to look at that person even closer, even though we found out that that person didn't do it. But someone with some ill motive or misinformed uh, information may have thrown that information out there Deliberate or indeliberate. And then what happened when they fact check and realize, oh, we were wrong. But even though you accuse that person and you acknowledge you made a mistake, people still going to be watching that person to see if they have tendencies of possibly doing that. So even though that's man, but see, we serve a God that will cleanse you where you don't look like what you've been through. With those charges that God is dropping from you right now, God is removing every residue that you have dealt with pertaining to that specific situation. We look at the Bible. We look at the lady with the issue of blood. And Jesus said, after first of all, she confessed what she was going to do. If I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made, I shall be healed. But even though she touched, she fought through the, she went through the crowd, she touched the hem of his garment. And then when he acknowledged who touched me, she confessed. And then Jesus said that I'll be made whole. That means lacking nothing from what she went through. In other words, everything that she went through pertaining to her ailment, and she spent all her money, all these things, she's going to be made whole. In other words, she's going to recoup Everything that she lost pertained to that specific situation. So if God if God made her whole pertained to her issue, God is going to make you whole pertaining to the issue of the guilt and the uh, 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 blame that you've been dealing with pertaining to this specific situation that you've been dealing with. Understand, God is concerned about you. And, of course, I always talk about God is the God of specifics. So whatever you've been dealing with, we can talk to God about it. We can give it to him. God wants us to give it to him. The Bible tells us cast all of our cares upon him, for he cares for us. He cares for us. He 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 loves us enough to listen and be attentive to whatever we're dealing with. And he want to hear from you. He want to hear from you. He want to know. He wants you to know how valuable you are to him. So, there are some things that we wish that we may have done, we may have done differently. That may we may feel that it may have changed the course in certain people's lives. But you know what? We really don't know. That's a guessing game. We don't know. You don't know. But God knows. But even though we may have carried that weight of guilt and shame, God said to release it right now. No need to carry you anymore. He freed you from that. No need to carry yourself for uh, uh, the behavior of someone or the the, the absence of someone, you know, um, the death of someone. No need to blame yourself. So many times we have carried the weight and the burden of things, you know, 
excuse me, well, maybe if I had done this, you know, maybe I would have been able to save this person's life. If I had done that, you know, if I, you know, early detection, all these things, a lot of these things the devil always tries to, like I said, he'll try to always throw these suggestions, always throw these opinions. But listen, we can't live by opinions. We got to live by God. Don't live by opinions, live by facts. So the fact of the matter is, God said, we can't change the hand of time. We can't unwind some some watch. We can't unring some bell. Regardless of what it is, God said, release the heaviness that you've been carrying all this time. Release that weight. Release that burden. Jesus came to the earth not just for us to be able to have eternal life which is important but for us to have the abundant life right here on earth the better quality of life and guilt blame shame is not one of the categories that fit in the abundant life that god has for us so god wanted to be able to have that quality of life that we need to praise him, to worship him. We are children of God. Do you, let me ask this, do you really understand who you are? Do you really understand your benefits as a believer? Do you really understand the quality of life, the abundant life that God has for you? He laid it out for you. Why in the world do you think that the devil would try to rob your peace? Why in the world do you think that the devil would try to rob your joy, steal your joy, or make you forfeit your joy, forfeit your peace, forfeit his truth, God's truth? Why? Because a lot of times what happens, when we're about to step into the next realm or the next the next uh, stage in life, our purpose, the devil will always try to throw some monkey wrench. And I'm seeing right now, even someone have reoccurring bad bad dreams or bad look like bad ideals that may come because the form of guilt of shame of something that may have transpired in the past and it seemed like you do fine until you get ready to do something and then the devil try to bring it back up and it's like you can only go so far and then the devil try to bring you back into depression to remind you of those things that transpired. Well, now, God is letting you know that the last time you drew back is the last time you will draw back because God has freed you from those accusations. You didn't do it. It ain't your fault. In other words, not guilty. You didn't do it. You no longer have to prosecute an innocent party. And see, a lot of times the devil, I don't care how much evidence, the devil try to throw evidence and even use those accusations to make it appear as true evidence. Look, don't you know the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy? The devil is the father of every lie. The devil is the father of forgery. The devil will plant you know, we talk about crooked officers. We talk about officers who plant things in innocent people, towards innocent people. And when they get caught, what happens? They lose their job. They get charges thrown. But also understand, even when they try to plant drugs or whatever, or, in, or stolen goods on innocent people, and it's being recorded, they will not get away. Same thing pertaining to devil and those false accusations and him trying to plant things upon you. Don't receive it. Don't take the rap for a guilty party. God has freed you. In other words, you are not guilty. You got to say that to yourself. I'm innocent of all charges. You got to say that to yourself time we have rehearsed all these negative things and all that stuff but sometimes when we under, when we see the truth 
that God has for us, sometimes it's hard for us to accept it. And God is saying, you need to accept it. God is telling you, accept accept your freedom. He's free you of all charges. Why the world would you get released but still consider going back because you don't want to experience freedom? You're scared that, you know, it's, the, the freedom is, is, is uh, short-lived. So you you don't want you don't want to go you don't want to go forward because excuse me because you've been dealing with that guilt for so long you don't know what freedom feels like you don't know what freedom really is. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this: that ain't your problem. That's God's problem. You don't ain't gotta figure it out. Just accept it. Accept it. It's not hard. The devil wants to make you feel like it is hard. It's not. So as we get ready to wrap up this program, we want you to be able to really just understand that everything that the devil been trying to deal with you all these years, you're free now. You're able to walk away. You're able to walk in freedom. Walk in the freedom that God has provided for you. Understand that you are somebody. God not only want to free you, but he want to increase and build your spiritual, emotional, mental self-esteem. Devil wants you to have on that guilty, that guilty party. He wants you to carry that, that guilty party's characteristics. But you're no longer guilty. You're free. Who the Son makes free is free indeed. God has freed you. And guess what? Now you can look at the past with a smile. You can look back and say, God, thank you. Because they prosecuted the wrong person, but they freed the right person. You're free. I want you to look in the mirror and say, and thank God that you're free. You don't always have to deal with the guilt and the blame. You don't have to deal with that anymore. So as we get ready to pray, we want God to help us to understand our biblical right, our biblical freedom in him. We want God to help us to be able to understand how important we are. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Floyd, the devil thought he had me. You know what? The devil tried to have us many times. You know, it's 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 funny. It's like picking, like I said, like picking up a charge for somebody else. What? You know, I'm gonna tell you like this. I ain't taking a rap for nobody. If a person committed a crime, hey hey hey, am I a snitch? Yes, he did it right there. And God is telling you, look, quit picking up the charge for somebody else. It's time for you to snitch. You can spiritually snitch. You can emotionally snitch. Time for you to snitch on the person that's guilty. And free the person who is innocent. You, wow, you. So whatever you've been carrying, let it go. Whatever you've been carrying, Cast it and give it to God. Now, I will tell you this. When we give it to God, now, if it comes back to you, that doesn't mean, well, you didn't give it to God. That doesn't mean that. Sometimes the devil will always try to offer us something that God delivered us from. You know, the devil will do that. So we got to understand the characteristics of Satan. When you understand the characteristics of Satan, then when he appears, you can hurry up and send him on his way. Quit entertaining. Quit, well, you know, maybe it was me. Uh-uh. Go. Because you understand, it, you know what, it's just like somebody that you know you don't even trust. When you know somebody, they can call you. Somebody that call you that you know they don't mean no good. Every time they call you, you know they want something. Every time you see them, oh, boy, this person right here, all they want to do is lie. All they want to do is ask for money. In other words, you already know what they're about. 
So when you know what they're about, you deal with them accordingly. So are you going to give them your trust? No. Are you going to entertain their foolishness? No. So if we don't entertain their foolishness, why do we entertain Satan's foolishness? Well, you already know how somebody that's a user is. Don't you know they're acting like their spiritual father? So if you know how that person acts, why are we entertaining Satan? There's something to think about. No need to entertain that. So if you already know how if you already know how Satan's behavior is, don't entertain what he try to bring to you. Reject it. Would you accept stolen goods? No. When you already know that this person stole something and they're trying to give it to you, you're going to immediately cut it off. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want that. Uh-uh. The same thing that the devil tried to do towards you. The devil tried to give you stolen goods or no goods to make you pick up somebody else's charge, to make you be charged for thievery, when you didn't even do it. But see, when you're possession, when you're in possession of stolen property, you could be charged. But why are we accepting stolen goods? That's the devil's property, not ours. So we need to remove. Them. We need to tell Satan he is not welcome on this premises. He is trespassing, and we will call our Heavenly Father to evict him immediately, to get him out right now, to get him off the premises, because this is holy ground. You are a child of God, and it's time for you to know your spiritual and biblical rights as your identity. So understand, everything that the devil tried to throw upon us, why are we taking it? You know, one of the things I always say, we're so used to we so used to being bullied, beat up on, regardless if it was in a relationship. Uh very it don't have to be just a courtship. It could be any type of relationship pertaining to dating, pertaining to uh family, even within church work. We're so used to being used, being abused, and all these things. And so what happened, we end up just settling. We end up just taking in these things. Well, maybe well, maybe that's God's will for my life. The devil is like, you need to learn your rights. Learn your spiritual and biblical rights. Remember this. If you're a child of God and God is your provider, God is your source, why are we accepting resources from Satan? Something to think about. So if you want to accept the perfect the perfect the perfect plan, the purpose and the perfect plan God has for you, you know when you can accept that? Right now. You can receive it right now. Why wait? Why wait till next Sunday when you're gonna deal with hell Monday through Friday? No. You can accept it right now. The Bible tells us, cast all of our cares upon him, for he cares for us. And also, just in case you're not saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us, if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior, and believe in the heart that God will raise him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I want you to look in the mirror. I, you know, God began to really deal with me on that. When I dealt with low self-esteem, and I, I, I see and I'm learning more now. And like I said, this is how God deals with me. He may deal with you differently, but I know how God deals with me. For many years when I was dealing with low self-esteem, I hated to go to the mirror. I hated to go to the bathroom and look in the mirror. I didn't do all this. I didn't. I hated to see the person who was in my mirror. But now I understand part of the reason why. Because, he, because Satan knew who I was in God. If I understood, I would not be looking down upon myself anymore. And that's probably one of the reasons why God talked to me in the bathroom a lot of times. Because the devil knew that the devil, that God was going to try to talk to me in the bathroom. And so when I look in the mirror, I have to thank God for me being me. 
I have to thank God for what he's doing and who he is in me. And I'm using myself as an example for you to do the same thing. You got to start getting reacquainted with the person that's in your mirror. You got to understand that you are valuable in the eyesight of God. God made the heaven and earth for you. Why on you? God died upon the cross. You got to make it personal. Make the word of God personal in your life. That God died upon the cross for Y-O-U. He died for the human race. Aren't you a part of the human race? So instead of looking at it from an overall, look at it from a personal standpoint. You are part of the benefit of uh, you part of the benefactors of salvation. You're benefiting from salvation. Not just, like I said, not just when we make it to heaven. That's fine and dandy. Look forward to it, too. But you know what? I ain't trying to rush up out of here either. I told somebody the other day, look here, while some people trying to get to heaven in a jet airplane and uh, B-57 and all this stuff, I said, look here, I want to go to heaven on a turtle. <laughs> I want to go to heaven with a, on a snail. Look here, I'm enjoying heaven here on earth. I'm enjoying what God has provided here. You know, how we go, oh, when I get to heaven, I'm going to sing and shout, but you don't do that right here on earth. So it's so many benefits that God has for us, and God wants us to know our spiritual identity. We are somebody important. We are somebody outside of God. God has blessed us. God has anointed us. We are God's chosen people. And guess what? Even before we were, we were in our mother's womb. God had a purpose and a plan for us. Now, does that mean that we're special or we're different? Anybody? No. Salvation is available for everybody. Salvation is available for everybody. But only not everybody going to receive it. Not everybody will receive it. To each his own. The Bible tells us that many are called, but few are chosen. Now, a lot of times people may think, oh, that means you would just pick God didn't pick that person. God didn't pick that person. He picked that person. No. Many are called, but few are chosen. What that means is the call is being made out. Many are called, but few are chosen means few chooses to receive or pick up the call that is, uh, or answer the call. I'm going to say it again. Many are called. The call is being made out, but few are chosen. Few chooses to accept the calling. Few people choose to accept the calling. But does that mean those that choose to not accept the calling didn't hear the call? No, they chose not to. That's what that means. That doesn't mean that uh, you're you're uh, more special than the next person. No, God made each and every one of us with at least one gift. God made each and every one of us for the purpose and plan. But it's up to us to receive it or not. So with that, this is the time for you to thank God for removing every guilt, every weight, every shame, every hurt, every embarrassment that that the devil tried to put upon you, or even what has transpired towards you. God want to restore your mind. God want to restore your mind. God want to give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. God want to give you the great quality of rest for you to rest in him, not just during the daytime, but even at night in your bed. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today. We come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence. We thank you, Lord, for being an awesome mighty God. God, we ask God right now, God, to help us in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak it, God, that you help us to hear your word to apply to our lives, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for removing the guilt, the weight, and the shame that the devil tried to put upon us, even what we have put upon ourselves. We thank you, Lord, for removing that burden, removing the heaviness right now in the name of Jesus. God, we speak it right now, God, for those who may be listening, God who been carrying that for so long, God. Help them right now, God, to understand what true freedom is, God. Help them to understand, God, what cast your cares upon you, 
what that really is, God. God, help us to understand, God, that you have emancipated us from the problems, from the shackles that the devil tried to put forth on us. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stand for. We counsel the devil's assignment. We bind every booby trap. We bind every mind game the devil tried to put forth. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for freedom. Thank you, Lord, for raising up, bow down hands, God. Thank you, Lord, for bringing and easing our troubled mind and heart. God, we speak it right now, God, that you help, that you help, God, the bereaved family. Comfort them, be with them right now. In the name of Jesus, be with them right now, God. God, we speak it, God, for those right now, God, who are looking for their purpose, God. Help them to seek you, God, and you reveal who they are, and you reveal their uh, purpose and their identity in you right now. In the name of Jesus. We speak it right now, God, that you help us, God. Every area of our lives right now, God. Help us right now, God. We surrender our will and our ways to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for being an awesome God, a faithful God, a committable God, a God of another chance, God. Thank you, Lord, for not giving up on us right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord, for sparing the lives of those who may have thought about suicide, God. God, even those who may be dealing with problems and situations, God. God, even those who may be carrying the weight, God. And they might have been dependent upon drugs or alcohol or even uh, uh, any other type of behavior that's unlike you, God. Deliver them and set them free right now. In the name of Jesus, we speak in the spirit of deliverance right now, God. Lord, we speak in God that you break every chain right now, God. Even the generational curse, we bind every generational curse right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done and everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank y'all for watching this video. I want to uh, encourage y'all, please, please, let's get back into the Word of God. Get back into the Word of God. If you want to get in contact with me, feel free to catch me. I'm on Facebook, a Brother Prater, uh, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P-S of Paul, R-A-T-S of Tom, E-R. Uh, you will see my uh, daily devotion and also my videos. Also, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com, Brother Prater. Dot com. You will see my daily devotion, also my videos, and also uh, my personal appearances on the calendar. Also, uh, you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God of Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform uh, men the needs and the responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children, mother, even if they're not with them. Also, um, this is also for ladies, too, to let them know that they're their importance, and also to help them to understand the qualities of being potential future husband and or father to present or future children. Also, this book of the girls who was a brother's keeper, uh, the love beyond life. This uh, uh, dedicated to my sister Sheila Prater, who was uh, killed during uh, domestic violence. Uh, I want to encourage each and one of you all. Don't give up on God. This is a great opportunity for you to be able to really know what God can do for you. And I thank y'all. Like I said, sorry about the congestion, but I thank God for another opportunity for to be here. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I thank God for being here. I was not going to stop. You know, I, uh, all I can say is uh, sometimes, even in the midst of our infirmities, God will use us to show people what he can do. And it's not about me, but it's all about him. And so I want you to know that I love you all. And I want, I, I would just love my desire. I want to see not just people get saved. That's great. I love seeing people get saved, but I want them to be delivered. I want them to understand who they are in Christ. That's what I love. Boy, I tell you, that's what I love right there. When I see people free, when I see the yokes being destroyed, when burden being lifted, when people say, now I understand who God is. But most importantly, I know who he is in me. I know who I am to him. Boy, I tell you, that, that's what excites me. So I thank each and every one of you all, and I bless you all. And I'm speaking this week, this will be a prosperous week. I'm praying that God remove every stumbling block, that he make every crooked path straight. I'm even speaking right now against every food we try to devil try to put forth. There are some that may be trying to uh, uh, do some things on their job and the devil try to sabotage some things. I'm speaking against that right now in the name of Jesus. Even those people who may be problematic at work. God, we speaking right now, God, 
we speaking against every booby trap, every plot plan that they try to do right now in the name of Jesus. God, you will reign and rule in our jobs, in our home, in our lives, in our church, in our families right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, what you're going to do. We thank you, Lord, for the testimony. In Jesus, that we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I thank you all for watching this video, and I pray that it ministers and encourages you. God bless you. God bless you, and good night. Thank you. Thank you. Shining